Welcome to Sliders and Curveballs. Uh, uh, my name is Mike, and my co-host is Joe. Say hello, Joe. Hi. Tell us a little bit about uh, your adventures with uh, baseball this weekend. It was the final weekend of baseball for you. So we were playing baseball. It was 0-0. They score a run, 2 nothing now. Uh, then we scored two runs. It's 2-2. Then they score one run, which makes it three to two. And um, we lost the playoff game, so no more baseball for me. Your show's crying so hard. Joseph, I totally understand. A lot of kids were sad yesterday at the end of the game, and it's because it's the end of uh, all the fun. I mean, you guys are practicing together. You're seeing each other two times a week, um, having fun in the dugouts, learning, rooting each other on, and then all of a sudden they say it's over. So even at the big league level, if you watch the end of a Super Bowl or what is going to happen soon in the World Series, there are grown men who will be crying in the dugout, putting towels over their heads, having their heads down because you never want the journey to end. When you're working so hard, you want to get the ultimate accomplishment. And even then it's a little bit sad because you're like, it's over until next year. But um, I'm so proud of you. You had a wonderful season and I hope that you take good memories of it. And the only thing you have to get ready for now is um, practicing your dribbling and your jump shot. And then we're going to get back at it again next spring. Would you agree? Yes. Now, one thing that has messed us up a little bit today um, is we actually were going to do the podcast in the morning, but we ran into a little bit of trouble on Xbox for a minute, didn't we? Um, one of your favorite games is, is I don't even, I can't Fortnite. even. Fortnite. Okay, so your favorite game, Fortnite, is just gone bonkers today. It's getting ready to switch over to another chapter, and ever since two. And tell me what happened ever since 2 o'clock this afternoon when we were just going to go downstairs and play for one hour. So ever since 2 o'clock. So um, me and my cousin Bill, um, Billy, were trying to play a game. Then it takes us to this outer space world something. And we... Wanted to play, but it's been four to five hours. And the show, uh, the the game just never came back? That, it hasn't even played yet. What does the screen look like? It's like, for you who don't know what a black hole is, it's um, a circle in the middle with black around it. It's the easiest thing to describe. And so this game has been down for four hours. It's uh, um, totally impacted Joe's day. His concentration level is completely off. But now we're doing a little bit of podcasting before we get we get ready to watch a little bit of TV. And you guys are doing a little cake tonight, right? Um. Yes. And um, we we. Today is my dad's birthday. That's why we're having cake. Happy birthday. 
Thank you so much. So we're we're trying to get the podcast done in between that, and we're gonna watch the Yankees game tonight. We are rooting for Houston. For Astros. We're rooting for Houston because that is our pick to win the World Series. Uh, we really need Verlander to come through for us. Our National League picks we didn't do so hot. Trash. Trash is right. Both the Atlanta Braves, who were down ten to nothing in the first inning, and the Dodgers both got. Knocked out of the playoffs, just like Southington did to us, right? And we're going to, our, our American League picks were perfect. Our National League picks were trash. And we're going to see how it all shakes out. Please stay tuned for another minute or two. And we'll be right back with our topic for the night, which is going to be who is the NBA's GOAT, the greatest of all time. Thank you. Okay, Joseph, one thing that we uh, didn't get a chance to do a little bit earlier is the, the Joseph Twitter challenge. Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay, great. Now, last time, if you remember, we went ahead and did a Twitter challenge to... It was my mistake that I guess Xander isn't directly on Twitter. So I went ahead and hashtagged it with Major League Baseball and the Boston Red Sox and the MLB Network, hoping that maybe some people would know him. You know what happened? Did I did I tell you who responded? What do you mean? No, did I tell you which which ball player responded to me um, putting it on Twitter? Oh no. Oh, okay. So seventeen year pro Cliff Floyd, and I used to watch him in person with mommy when we lived in Miami. He used to play for the Florida Marlins, and then he also played for the New York Mets. He's currently a sports casting analyst for Major League uh, Baseball Network. He liked our recent podcast. So who knows? He might even know Xander and be able to let him know that we want him on the podcast. Do you know who you want to Twitter challenge this week? Yes. Go for it. Noah Syndergaard from the Noah? New York Mets. Oh, Noah Syndergaard. Now, I recommended that you that you do the challenge to players that are in their off season. Uh, I know you have a lot of NBA players that you want to do it with, but they're right now in um, preseason games. So they, they might not respond, but Noah Syndergaard, um, what's his position and what is his number? Pitcher number 34 for the New York Mets pitcher. And he has inspired you to say, Hey, Noah, we're going to tag you. We're going to invite you to come on the podcast. If you can leave us a message through, um, one of the platforms that you listen on or reach out to me on Twitter. We would even love to have you join us on the podcast or leave us a voicemail. Noah Syndergaard, do you know what his nickname is? Yes. What is it? You know the superhero Thor? Uh, yes, the comic book character. Yeah, that's his name because he pictures like Thor. So he's got the hammer, he's got the blonde hair flowing, and he's a New York guy. Yes. All right, well, we'll put it through. So Noah Syndergaard, you're on Joseph's Twitter challenge. Reach out to us. Uh, we we want to hear from you, and you're inspiring a young fan. Now let's get to our main topic for the day, um, which is who is the greatest NBA player of all time? We did something pretty interesting. I had to create an arts and crafts project that listed, in my opinion, five blind resumes, meaning that Joseph did not know who these players' names were. And we put them one next to the other on a big piece of construction paper. 
And let me tell my young listeners um, what categories we evaluated. Is that okay, Joe? Yeah. Okay. So we went ahead and listed years that a player is in the NBA, number of most valuable players at the end of the season that a given athlete won, how many championship rings does the player have, meaning how many times did his team in the NBA win the whole title? Um, what was his scoring average throughout his career? What were, was his rebound average? What was his assists, meaning every time he passes the ball to somebody, they make a great shot and it goes in? How many all-star appearances do they have? And whether or not they were awarded as the NBA's best scoring champion or the greatest rebounding champion. Do you remember taking a look at all those categories? Yes. Now we went ahead and broke it down into five players that we labeled A, B, C, D, and E. Do you think, Joe, I should go ahead and just find out who you thought was the NBA's greatest player based on their resume, their statistics, not actually seeing them play, or should I let our listeners know who all the players are right now? Let our listeners know who all the players are. Oh, well, do you want to tell us what? Do you want to tell us who the five players are? Sure. So A is Wilt Chamberlain. B is LeBron James. C is Bill Russell. D is Michael Jordan. And E is... Drumroll, please. I want you to say it, Dad. Okay, E is former Laker Kobe Bryant. Now, don't have we're in the studio again. Don't have your um, uh, microphone too close to you, Joe, because I hear you loud and clear on my end, but we want to make sure that we don't blast anybody out in their car. Those are the five players. Now, I give honorable mention and a lot of consideration to the great legends, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But my co-host is seven years old. I wanted to give him five players to be able to evaluate, to take a look at how many years they were in the NBA, how many championships they won, most valuable players, and all those things, and see if any player jumped out to him that he thought on paper is the greatest player of all time. Now, some of these players played in the 50s and the 60s. Only one of these players is currently still playing. That's LeBron and the Lakers. So he still has a chance to add to his resume. He could get more MVPs. He could win a championship this year. Like in our podcast, we discussed that he's on one of the teams that might be able to do it. And we even got mom's opinion, which I thought was interesting when she looked at the blind resume. So Joseph, without further ado, who did you think has the most impressive resume? Who is your greatest NBA player of all time? And what stood out to you as to why? Your Boston Celtic. And his name? Bill Russell. All right, so Bill Russell. Now, it's interesting. Over the years, there have been many debates on the greatest players of all time. 
some people like to look at individual statistics and some people look like to look at their team accomplishments a team accomplishments and some people need to have a combination of both to say and claim that this person's the greatest what stood out to you joe on bill russell's resume that you said compared to the other four at this point in time he is the one that you think has done the most in his career i just want to say one thing quickly Comment down below and tell us who do you think is the best of all. So you want the listeners to, to, to weigh in on this decision? Yes. Okay, so you want to hear some maybe from some of your friends on your baseball team, some of your friends from school, your teachers, um, your family, your friends, our listeners on the Boneyard. Maybe have them tell us, hey, who do you think is the greatest player of all time? Maybe you agree with us, maybe you don't. What did you think of Bill Russell, and what was your opinion on what stood out to him on his resume? Bill Russell, 13 years in the NBA, five MVPs, 12 All-Star games, 15 points, 22 rebounds, four assists, and how many titles did the Celtics win with Bill Russell as one of their leaders? You got to count stickers. I think we use little Spider-Man stickers. Do you remember how many titles he won? Um, yeah, I'm just going to count right now. What do you got? It's one less than 12. 11, obviously. 11 championships in 13 years. Joe says that Bill Russell is the greatest player of all time. Now, I, I gave the blind resume to mom as well. She puts a, puts a major emphasis on rings. And she also agreed with Joe and said that Bill is the greatest of all time. While I was making the project... And then I slept on it overnight. I thought it has to be Bill Russell because the 11 championships is just undeniable. Um, you look at somebody like Charles Barkley, who's a Hall of Famer, never won a title. But then you look at somebody like Robert Ory. They called him Big Shot Bob. He won seven championships. He actually won one more championship than Michael Jordan. So <clears throat> after a lot of consideration, Joe, on my end... I've decided that there's a little something that bothers me on Bill Russell's resume, and that is that he only averaged 15 points a game. Now, granted, he did play with four Hall no of Famers. No offense, Bill Russell. No offense, Bill. We have you ultra high, probably tops, top two, top three. But he played with Hall of Famers, Tommy Heinsohn, Bob Cousy, Casey Jones, and, and um, John Havlicek. Now, 11 championships is incredible. He was a defensive master. He was incredibly clutch. But I feel that the greatest player of all time was Michael Jordan. And the reason with his resume, what stuck out to me is, although he doesn't have as many titles, six is plenty. He was the 10-time scoring champion in the NBA, scored 30 points a game, 14 All-Star games. He just has that great combination of personal statistics and team success. 
Although I have to say, do you remember what some of Wilt Chamberlain's numbers were? They are super impressive too. But what concerned me about his resume was he only has two rings. Can you tell the listeners how many rebound championships Wilt Chamberlain won and what his average rebounds and points were for his career? So years in the NBA, 15, four MVPs, 13 All-Star games, two rings, 30 points, scoring titles, seven, 23 rebounds, four assists. And rebound title, I think, was 11-time rebound champion. Yes. I mean, you could make the argument that Wilt Chamberlain's the best of all time. He's got double the amount of points per game that Bill Russell had. The only thing is he has nine less championships. So that's what was concerning to me about Wilt's resume um and although kobe and lebron were tremendous players um i kind of think that the michael jordan bill russell wilt chamberlain combination is probably the top three one of the things that i thought was very interesting as you start to look at these statistics is it made me wonder what happened if what would have happened if wilt chamberlain was on the celtics could he have won as many championships as bill actually won and what would have happened if bill russell played on Wilt's teams, um, the 76ers, for example, maybe he would have been featured more as a scorer and he would have had a lot more points than just 15 a game. What do you think about that, Joe? Yeah, I agree with you. The other thing that I thought was very interesting is Bill Russell has the same amount of championships as Michael Jordan added to Kobe Bryant. So you know, these are two incredible scorers. Jordan with six titles, Kobe with five titles. If you add those two together, they have equal to one man, which I thought was very interesting. Okay. Well, the other thing I was going to say is do you, you, you actually put a little bit more of an emphasis than on the team statistics. And in a lot of sports, they really do. If you don't win championships and rings, you really can't be considered the greatest. So that was a major factor for you. Am I right? Yes. So there you have it. The NBA's greatest of all time with a seven-year-old co-host and his mom, Bill Russell, Boston Celtics. With myself, Bill Russell, it was my second choice. And I'm just going to put Michael Jordan, who transcended the game just a touch ahead of him. I would like to do two... Two thing, two um, Twitter challenges. Okay, you had somebody else in mind to end the show. Obviously, Bill Russell. Well, hey, why not? Let's invite Bill on the show. Cause obviously, with eleven titles, he's he got to talk to us. Wears his rings like a thousand on his finger. Well, he's got he's got a ring for every finger, and then he has to hold one of them in his pocket. Well, no, he doesn't. He could put one on. He could put one on another finger, twice. True, like two on one thumb, maybe. Yeah. Good point. And now, uh, one other thing that I or was going to say, Joe, finger. is. Or the ring finger. Put two on that one. Why not? The other thing I was going to say, Joe, is if Bill Russell wasn't your top choice, and I know the eleven titles really stands out. Who who was your second choice? Second choice was Michael Jordan. It was. And me. And my mom agreed um, 
So my mom said, I'm Bill Russell and Michael Jordan, just like me. My dad said the opposite. Yeah, he so you guys Michael you guys Jordan got the majority in the household. Russell. Absolutely. You guys got the majority in the household. Well, there you have it. We know who the greatest player is. We're looking forward to seeing if LeBron is going to continue adding to his resume. And we thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Sliders and Curveballs. Until next time, I love you, Joe. Love you, Dad. See you next time. Bye. Bye.